Hello, hello, hello. I hope your Christmas was fabulous. Mine was great. Awesome time with family and friends. And just getting ready to spend more time with family and friends for New Year's Eve, my first time in years actually not hosting a party. So I'm really excited. Uh, my daughter, my older daughter was like, you guys have never spent New Year's with us. So she's excited about that. So we're keeping it on the low this year, really excited to um, just um, chill until the new year. Instead of hyping the crowd up, yeah, yeah, and counting down and having bottles of champagne popping everywhere. So, um, yeah, so hope you're, whatever you decide to do, be safe and uh, have a great time. I do want to let you all know that we were able to donate to three families over the holiday season. And um, we gifted them with Christmas gifts for them their children, uh, the family's children, and the moms, and I'm really grateful for all of you who donated and those who sent well wishes our way, and just want everyone to know that cool soil care, so that is, this is just the beginning of our outreach that we will continue to do, and really just grateful to be a vessel to uh, make that happen. I want to give a shout out to my cool soil coordinator, Dorian Ezard. And she is about to fly away from me. She got a brand new job. So I'm really excited for her to go ahead and do what she is going to do, which will be great things at her new job. I'm going to miss her though. Lord Jesus. Anyway, um, I wanted to replay for you today one of my favorite episodes with Carrie Champion from ESPN. She is a cool people episode. And I just love the way the conversation flowed um, on this particular episode. She's a good friend, and she helped me through some really tumultuous times during my sideline reporting career when I was on CBS Sports Network. Just really someone I could depend on, and I have looked up to her for so many years when she actually used to live here in Atlanta, where I live, on CBS 46 when she was an anchor there. So I just wanted to replay this for you as we close out the year. I'll do another solo podcast probably next Tuesday. And then uh, kick off the new year with some new content and uh, some new episodes and new interviews that will definitely level up. We will level up in the new year. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Founders and Pearls. So I know that three out of the four founding dates for the Black Greek lettered sororities are coming up in January. January 13th, Delta Sigma Theta, January 15th, Alpha Kappa Alpha, and January 16th, Zeta Phi Beta. So a great opportunity for you to bless yourself or someone you love is go ahead and get you a beautiful Founders and Pearls subscription box. Yes, I just received mine. I got some cool winter gloves that are specific to Alpha Kappa Alpha. I got some beauty products and some really, really cool paraphernalia. So I really, really love the box and you will too. So do me a favor. Go ahead and hook up your Greek friend, your Greek sister friend, your line sister, yourself, your sans, whatever. And that will be something special you could do for her. Foundersandpearls.com, just like that. And the great thing is during checkout, plug in CoolSore and you'll get free shipping. It's just like that, okay? So check out foundersandpearls.com and get yourself hooked up today. So without further ado, here is my friend, Carrie Champion. She is just an amazing woman 
really, really happy to replay this episode for you. All right. So definitely enjoy. Have a happy and safe new year. Cool people do cool things. But once you realize, look, I can't get what I need from that situation, I have to like do some personal self-development. Then you go to the next level. I encourage people to get out of your comfort zone. What was your normal before? You got to outsmart yourself. You got to introduce yourself to a new way of living. Cool people say cool things. You need to make sure that people know who you are and what you stand for. And so I learned I have got to have unshakable belief in myself to be able to go out there and demand what it is that I know I deserve. I'm Rashawn Ali, and this is Cool People. Just be cool. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Cool Sore Podcast, and we are so happy to have cool people as a part of our show now and I've been trying to get this cool lady on my show for a long time even before we launched cool people Carrie Champion joins the cool store podcast as our cool people feature hello and welcome to the show I am so happy to be here I am sorry it took me so long to get my life together and my technical side together because you knew this was a this was an issue but I am so happy seriously and very very proud of you can I just tell you how proud I am of you like what? how amazing you are can I Gush on you? Sure, sure. <laughs> I I stalked your true story because I knew I was coming on the podcast. I stalked your your Insta today, and then I went to um, Sister Circle Insta, and yes. I just I just clicked on every single one of yours, and I thought if I didn't know her, I would want to be her friend. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You are such a natural, and you make everybody just want to stop and pay attention. Wow. And I love the Decatur, like represent. And I was like, I love everything about her right now. Everything. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carrie. And you know, because we have been friends for so long, and you've been like a mentor to me in this space, and you've been with me when I've actually cried with you on the phone. So for you to see the joy in what mm. I'm doing now and have seen the, you know, the joy that was not there when I was doing other things. I'm so glad that you notice it and are just um, and, and celebrating it right now. So thank you. The biggest transition that I've seen, and I think this is something that everybody can grow from, you're just more comfortable in your own skin. Yes. Like if you know you believe in yourself and you have a group of people around you that believe in you and then and then obviously the belief in yourself. I'm just I, you're so comfortable in your own skin. Like you're bringing you. You're not right. trying to be anybody else. You're right. not trying to imitate anybody else's style. Yep. And I say that to everyone. Like I get so many young ladies who want to do what I do. And I'm like, that's great. But be you. Yes. You can you can be inspired by what we do. But be you because there's only one you. And right now, authenticity authenticity let me get it out sells it really does it really does and I've seen you embrace that same side I mean you've always been you but like really you now like how comfortable you are on coast to coast and like doing all that you do like how long did it take for you to get where you are being comfortable in your own skin oh it took a long time mm -hmm. it took a long time it doesn't it doesn't come overnight I, right. I'm telling you um, obviously the older you get, you feel more comfortable in your own skin, but I work in a world where they will let you know that you're a woman. And if you're a black woman, you don't matter. Right. Without even trying to tell you, you don't matter. They let you know you don't matter. Wow. Um, I remember my first day at sports center, I would have all these great ideas, or at least I thought they were. And they would just look at me like I was speaking another language and I was from another planet. And mm -hmm. I was so disappointed and I was dejected. And I just kept pushing and pushing because I just believed in my heart that I wasn't satisfied. I was like, this is not me. I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy. Right. Um, it's like being in a relationship. Like, why be in a relationship and you're not happy? Right. Why, right. why, why pretend to be happy when you're not happy? Life's too short. 
And then it finally it finally got to the point where I'd have a few wins and everybody in this world is such followers. Right. So I had a few wins and then everybody had my back. Mm -hmm. So I always believed in me. Like I always like you've always believed in you. Nobody can tell you you wouldn't be doing this and doing more. Like you don't have to share your dreams with everybody, but nobody cannot tell you that you would not be where you are today being as comfortable as you are in your own skin, doing it the way you're supposed to do it. Right. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. We came on. We came on dropping knowledge. I didn't know we were going to drop the knowledge so soon. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, you know, when you when you started off in first take uh, back in 2000, what was that? 2009 when you started. No, no. 2012 at first take. Yeah. Um, you do you know I was in that audition cycle, too? Yes. They told me they said, <laughs> yes, Mike Hill told me he was like, um, she was in the same cycle as you. I was like, I love her. She's amazing. And they were like, yeah, she was great. We walked her over. She met with the kid. And you're like, I think you went to see the daycare. They I like, did. They loved you. Right, they loved right. You. They, I didn't, it was just it was just how the ball bounced. I don't oh, well, think of that, course. But right, me, just whatever it was. Yeah. But let me tell you, when I saw your face come up, and I'm like, if anybody would have gotten that job, I wanted it to be her. And I was oh, so I happy. I was so happy. You brought so much magic to the airwaves. You still do. I mean, and you just you just did that. You but just did I, that. Let's talk about the black girl magic. Ever yes. since I've known you, you've been nothing but supportive of black women, and I think everybody needs to take a lesson. Wow. Your next your next venture for me is encouragement. Like, I need you to do whatever you, however you give that away, effortlessly, right. honestly, you always are encouraging. Like, you send me texts, girl, you looking good. Oh, my God, I saw you and Maria Taylor, you guys. Like, you just encourage all of us. You know how that makes me feel? Wow. That you embrace me and you don't, and you don't be feel, you don't like, it only can be one. Mm-hmm. She got the job and I didn't get the job, so I'm not her friend. Right. You, you encourage all of us. Like, Swin does that. Like, Swin Cash does that. Like, I get so happy and full when women do that i do and you do that all the time with everybody when you wanted to hear from jamel Mm -hmm. shout out to jamel hill hey jamel give her hey girl and you were like hey give her some love i was like i love you i love your heart like we need that we absolutely sisters all we have to do that not even just sisters but women in general we talked about this yeah we talked about this on the show today about how um, women are pitted against each other in not even just in our business, but just in just across this country, how are you able to continue to sustain those amazing relationships like the one you have with Jamel? And I'm glad you always you all put your relationship on Front Street. But how important is it for you all to showcase that type of camaraderie and love for one another? OK, so here's a funny story. You said you were happy when I got the job. Yeah. Well, Jamel was also up for the job. right? She sure was. So when Jamel didn't get the job, there was a lot of social media hate. Like, who is this girl? We don't know her because Jamel had love in the streets. Right. Yes. So yes. Here I come taking the job. And they're like, who is this girl? I hate her. And Jamel reached out to me. Um, and albeit she tells the story better than me. So you got to have her on the podcast. Oh, I will. It took me 18,000 hours to, to get back to her. But she was like, we're going to be friends no matter what even if people try to stop this relationship. And she mm-hmm. had my back from jump. I went through some tough times when I sat on that desk because it wasn't yes, easy. I'm sure and it wasn't. And she had my back when I wanted to quit, when I wanted to go home, when I wanted to cry. She just had my back yeah. thoroughly. Yes. Um, she used the gravity she had the company that she had at the company to protect me because I was a newbie. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was like, I don't, I don't, me and my, I have a best friend named Kendra. We have a, a saying, no new friends. Uh-huh, yeah. But, but, but I am so glad that was the best decision I've ever made to really 
get somebody in my world because it taught me that there are great women that really are amazing. You being one of them. And um, me and Jamel have been tight ever since. Like, yes, I, I cannot not have her back on anything. Like, you right. can't say a bad word about her because I'm going to take off my heel and stab you. Right, right. So <laughs> I know. How is she doing? I know you can't delve into everything, but how is she no, doing? I can tell you the, the basics. I think that she looks. She wasn't when she was tweeting, and she'll tell you this herself. She wasn't tweeting breaking news. That she's tweeted that before. Right. That's nothing. You turn on CNN, they say the same things about uh, Donald Trump. She wasn't being, you know, uh, a radical. It just yeah. so happens that somebody was trying to get her in trouble with the yeah. company and said, "Oh, she tweeted this." And and it, and guess what? God is good because when she all that she went through that horrible week, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward Trump revealed who he was as she yep. tried to tell y'all. Yep. And then and then she's sitting here like, look, God is good, but I'm going to sit here and mind my business and be classy and strong through the whole thing. Yeah. Like she literally did not not change her belief. She was yes. like, this is my personal belief. I'm going right. to apologize for embarrassing y'all if that's what you felt, but I believe this. Yes. And 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 and, and here's the key. You're going to have to deal with this. We have to deal with this. Anybody with a platform has to deal with this. When do I turn off the public me and be the real me? right. That is the most difficult thing ever to do. When do I decide that I can be Carrie, not sports center anchor, but Carrie, the black girl who feels some type of way about this man treating me this way or about the way our country is headed or how you're talking about our black men and you guys make us think it's about a flag and it's not about a flag. It's It's about you killing, you're about killing us unfairly and right. treating our people wrong that's what it's about right and then and then it's like as a journalist anybody with a platform we have to get that message out we can't get caught up in this we can't we can't be distracted yes. we're too distracted we're too distracted we're too distracted in agent orange talking about the flag we can't be distracted yeah oh my goodness that is so that is so powerful, so powerful. When, when um, I do want to go back to when you were like, you know, becoming frustrated, you wanted to grow a little bit more when you were at the desk at First Take and pushing for an opportunity. How were you able to, you know, continue to push the button and say, I, I'm bigger than this. I want to be an anchor. Like, how did that all happen? And how are you able to get what you want? Wanted? Gosh, that's so that's the grace of God, really. And I don't mm-hmm. mean to get to, you know, no, you can scripture, no, but yeah. that is. That's the grace of God. I always believe that. Um, I had a lot of prayer. I had a lot of really good friends encouraging me. And I would I would just do it the old way. I, I don't know if you understand this, and maybe you do. I think you do. Um, even though I had an agent, even though I was sitting at ESPN, even though I had these incredible people around me who loved me, I'm still my biggest advocate. Yes. And if I didn't knock on the doors and ask people for a chance, literally, and when I tell you, I was hosting First Take, one of the most popular shows at the time, but I knocked on the door of folks who ran our news bureaus and said, I'll go out and report. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Just give me a chance. Yes. And they would be like, okay, I'll get back to you. And they never get back to me. So I knocked on the door again and I never stopped knocking. No means not right now for Mm -hmm. me. And I kept asking and I just needed one yes. And that yes came with um, an interview that I had with Cam, the very first one he ever did, Cam Newton. I did that E60, and then after that, they they were like, "Do you want to come in studio and present it?" And I came in studio, and they were like, "Oh, oh, she, okay, she's not bad." And I'm all like, "I know that. I've been trying to tell y'all." Yes. So, you just need one yes. I mean, it takes a long time. It is discouraging. I have called everybody every name that is not holy, mm-hmm. but then I finally got to the point where I just kept knocking and knocking. I mean, yes. I was discouraged, but I still kept doing it. You got to just keep getting back up. You know that. Like, Absolutely. how many times are we told no? Like nothing is ever handed to us, which makes it 
which is why we work so hard, which is why yes. we're so good at what we do, because we got to be stars. Yes. We, I mean, I mean, us women, us black folks, us minorities, we got to be superstars to get right. an opportunity. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's so encouraging. Just imagine how encouraging it is for a young girl. I got a mentor at FAMU. Her name is Ashley Jackson. She wants to do sports, but she gets to see you. She gets to see Maria Taylor. She gets to see Jamel Hill. She gets to see L. Duncan. She gets to see all of these people of color yeah. doing what she wants to do. But let's talk about how long it took for to see this plethora of brown on that platform. But where are we going from here? Like, what, what would you say we're going from here? How are we changing this narrative? I think that the more that we get comfortable in these positions, because while there is a lot of us in this position, we need to be more comfortable in management. I think a lot of us, I know Jamel and I talk about it all the time. We think about getting behind the scenes so that, because that's where the power is, right? Mm -hmm, that, those mm -hmm. are the people who make the decisions. So like you creating your own podcast, me having my own podcast. Right. Once we have the power to create something that's our own, then there's true freedom. Ooh. Like if we didn't, if we didn't worry about, oh, you know what? If I go on air and say this, I might get in trouble. I'll do mm -hmm. it with the heat, but I might get in trouble. Or you might, you have your own podcast. You could be, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm saying what I want to do. It's mine. I created my own. Yes. So I'm trying to encourage people not just to be in front of the camera, but be behind the scenes. Yes. Try to produce your own content. You could be the star of your own content. Yep. Oprah was ahead of the game. She Oprah sure was. was which is why she was doing what she wanted to do when she wanted to do it, right? Right, uh -huh. So that's what we need to do. That's what's next in order to see more of us on television. Right. We need to start pooling our resources in terms of minorities and women, people of color, and really working together to have the power structure. Yes. It's good to see us in front of the camera, but I want the power. I want to yes. be like, no, yes, maybe so. Here's what I'm going to say. Making those critical decisions behind the scenes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So a lot, a lot, you know, when you when I prepare for interviews, no matter how well I know someone, I'll just, you know, look them up. And I, you know, I see a lot of people always um, trying to over sexualize you, like making you just just I mean, you're a very sexy woman, but they just take it to the top. Does that, does that ever bother you when these YouTubers and all these folks are just always like coming yeah, after you in that way? Yeah. No, it's annoying. But okay. I, what's so funny is, is that. I think that those are the people who don't really pay attention because you're not watching the sport, right? Right. Women in general, no matter what you look like, I'm gonna tell you, I can name a ton of women I work with that that are can, that have the same issue. You, you know, you too. Like men, in, they're not used to you work in a, a, a men's world, if you will, or a man's world. Mm -hmm. They will always go to the simple of what you look like, and if you're hot, and if you're they go there to the basic before they right. pay attention. Right. That's how I know that they're not. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me in the sense that I know I work really hard mm -hmm. and I don't think that I'm just out there for what I look like. Look, I like to look nice. You like to look nice. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. And so I don't, I don't, I know that when they do that, they don't pay attention. They're not listening to the content. They don't know that I'm a real journalist. Yeah. And that's, and that's on them. They missed out. Cause we, we talking about some good stuff. We have yeah. some fun. Yes, you and do. Look, and we, and it's okay to be attractive, but I'm not like, if you know me, I ain't playing that game. Right. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. Right. Get your rocks off. It's fine. <laughs> but I ain't playing that game. Like, right. I, I'm, I'm here to work. And, and here's the funny thing, too. We always hear people say the only reason why you have that job is because of what you look like or Hell you set your no. way to the top. Listen, don't you know if I was on some, some bullshit, I would literally have a better job? I would not <laughs> be doing this. Right. I would, 
I'd be really taking advantage of it if I was that. This is all hard work, sweat equity. Like you don't you don't sustain whatever level of success you have by sleeping around, yes. especially not in sports because you need to know your stuff. You cannot mm-hmm. get on here and not know what you're talking about because you will be exposed. Right, absolutely. Now you've worked, you know, places like in West Virginia, West Palm Beach. Of course, you made an amazing stop here in Atlanta with that out, you know, and where I was able to get to know you better. Out of all of these jo- these jobs outside of ESPN, which job, including the tennis channel, which job grew you the most? Atlanta, for sure. Really? Atlanta. Let me tell you, because if you Google your research, oh, I know, I know, and Google you, right? So I got fired in Atlanta for cursing on air, even though I didn't curse on air. And mother sucker is something that black folks say all the time. But I work with some people who didn't know us. And quite frankly, I probably got on their nerves because I'm so aggressive and Mm -hmm. I always wanted change. So they were like, here's an opportunity to get rid of her. Right. But once they fired me for that and then I fought back, got my job back. No one ever reports that. Got my job back and worked for about six more months there. But what I learned was that sometimes I'm just too much. Sometimes Mm. I need to learn when to to pick my battles. Sometimes I don't care how right I am. It doesn't mean it's the right situation. Right. So when I left Atlanta, I came back to LA and I was really humbled. Like I was Mm -hmm. working odd jobs here and there and they were nice, but I was still hustling, but I was still, I was still searching for my identity because for so long, the only job I ever had was Carrie champion reporter, Carrie champion on air. Right. Now I don't have a job that I could identify myself with. And I had to do some real soul searching as to who I was. And I had to learn that I'm not what I do. I, I am me. Right. And that's how God humbles you. Like mm-hmm. he humbled the hell out of me. And I appreciate it. Every moment of that. Not during the process, but when it happened. Yes. And our lives are like ebbs and flows. Like we ebb, we flow. We ebb, we flow. We have great times. We have horrible times. Yes. I don't, people look at this platform I have now and think I, you know, I'm tinkling Skittles. It's hard. Every mm-hmm. other day is hard. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you I'm not comfortable and I'm not supposed to be because that's how you become great. Right. And and that's how I am right now. Like wow. Atlanta changed my life and I and I needed it. I didn't see it, but I needed it. Yes, definitely. What is the, the, the big picture for you, Carrie? I mean, people will look at you and say, wow, she's there. That's it. She's got the job or maybe this is it for you. But what is your end all be all? Where do you see Carrie? Oh, it's so funny. OK, so I want to do it. Even if I, I'm so ambitious and I pray every night that I learn to be content with what I have and not be too over ambitious because there is such a thing of Mm -hmm. being never satisfied and not realizing your blessings. Right. So I say that, I say that knowing that I still want that next level. And for me, that next level would be just like what I'm sure a lot of us want is our own space. Yes. I I just started my own production company. Oh, nice. I I want my own show and I want to produce my own show. And I want to create television that's thoughtful but enter- entertaining. And I'm not yes. – Oprah was obviously the, the litmus test for all of us. But for me, it is um, – especially right now, I feel like I want to go back to news because of the world that we live in mm-hmm. because it's so divided. And, and no one's asking the real questions. And when I watch CNN and I watch MSNBC and they want to talk about – especially when sports and politics intersect, yes. they're missing the story. Nobody touches the hood like we do, right? Right. We're so real. We still keep like we know what it is. Right. So when they're when they're talking about kneeling, we're like, wait, hold on. You're missing the story. Totally missing like, the story. And 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 when you ask and no one even talks about the genesis of why Colin decided to kneel. He decided to kneel because Nate Boyer, a former NFL player and a white soldier in the army, told him mm-hmm. that's not as disrespectful yes. as sitting down. David Banner forgetting... said that on our show today. Yes. I'm just I was just so upset. I'm like, y'all, I'm like, y'all missing the story. And then take it back to 2015. 
when when players there was a time when players did not have to do ha, did not have to stand for the anthem. The only At reason all. why they decided to do it was because the government gave them money. Yes. Sports and politics have always been together. So when you have these and I'm watching these these journalists try to delve into our world but forget to ask the most important questions. I'm like, this is what I gotta do. That's mm-hmm. what I wanna do. Yes. Like I'm on I'm on my look, Harriet Tubman. Ida B. Wells, whatever you want to call it. Like, that's ultimately where I stand right now. And that might transition and change, but I, I really, truly dedicate my platform to other women, brown girls especially. I have something called the Brown Girl Project. Every girl who calls me and says they want to mentor with me or work with me, I set them up with girls who I think, or women rather, who I think can help them and mentor them along the way. Okay. Like, so that they know that don't take it for granted. Like I'm very big on making sure you understand the privilege that you're given yes. because when I was coming up, I don't know about you. I never had anybody in college have my back. No, be like come no. and sit with me. No, not like Hang that. Out with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They talk to you, but they're not giving you their undivided time and attention because time is invaluable. Yes. And so I'm, I, I do that because I know we need it and they need yeah. to see how this business works because yes. you don't get it's, it's It ain't easy. And you, that's all I got to say. It, it really isn't easy. And I want you to add me to one of your uh, list of mentors, please. Oh, honey. Yes. Yeah. Done. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. Of course I will. I mean, I do it now. I do it now to any girl who comes up to me and says, oh I want to do it. Yes. I will definitely take the time out to, to share with them. Oh, such beautiful. Such a beautiful time. Thank I just, you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, Really quickly, I just want to tell everybody um, – when I had a really, really big snafu on CBS Sports Network, I literally called Carrie. I think I may have been in tears, and you were like, get off the phone with me, go look at it, and tell me how bad it was not. And I'm like, man, it was bad. And so I looked at it, and it, and it wasn't as bad, but I literally got taken off that package and all of that because, you know, I, I told you the whole scenario. But I just want sure. to thank you in front of all of our um, listeners Thank you for helping me through that time in my life because I realized then, after I made that snafu, I just was not, I was so uncomfortable. It wasn't an uncomfortable from God. It was an uncomfortable, like, you've done your time here. Let's go ahead and move on. But you helped me walk through that and realize that. And then I had a conversation with Jamel. I called her because she did sideline for one year. She was like, girl, I hated it. (laughs) Don't do it if you don't want to do it. And here she is, this amazing sports writer and just an amazing personality. And she hated it. And it was okay to hate it. And I was so afraid to not hate it. But I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out and helping me through that time in my life. Let me tell you something that I remember like it was yesterday because we've all listen. We make those mistakes on air all the time. Jamel and I talk about it all the time. Like, girl, I just said the worst thing. I messed up. I had the wrong research fact, whatever. It happens every day right. it's called you, you you need to be like these quarterbacks who make bad plays or these yep. players out in the who play make bad it's called amnesia mm-hmm. you need to forget about it and move on and you have and look at you now Thank and by the you. way you're right that wasn't what you wanted to do or where your heart was you, you it's what you what you had to do right it all fills into the experience that you have now because yes. i watch you now and you are a natural thank you you are a that i want you to receive what i am telling you at this moment not very many of us are naturals and I'm including myself in that. And it might sound cocky, but it is a truth. Wow. You are naturally yourself on television. I recognize it and I am in awe of it. And when someone wants to sit and just watch more of you, that's just who you are. Wow. Like you're where you're supposed to be. Receive Man. that because yes. it's the truth. Amen. And, and, and I've finally come to the space in my life where 
I believe that. And I'm okay with saying you're absolutely right. I've worked hard. God has met me where I am. He's led the pathway, but I've done the work. And I'm so happy to receive that now. Years ago, I would have never received that because I'm like, oh, I'm too humble for that. No, I've worked. I'm good. Mm. You're right. No, yeah. No, you've been fired. You've been let go. People yes. have said no. Yeah. No, yep. no. Yes. Fine. You've been let go. Whatever. You started over, removed from stuff. We've done all that. You're fine. Absolutely. You're, not, and you're still humble, by the way. Thank you. Whenever I, I hear that Decatur come out, I'm like, she remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna, by the way, when I have to show, because I, I, it's funny, you know, I love videos. I might have to repost that because when you did that with David Banner this morning, I started dying. I was like, she is a crazy. <laughs> I was like, what is, what is she saying? Okay, I'm listening. Go right, ahead. <laughs> right, right. It's so funny because we, we started those uh, morning minutes like just randomly. Shout out to my producer, Sheree Welton. We started randomly, and then people were like, what is she going to say today? What is she going to do today? I'm like, okay, Perfect. now I got to start like really thinking this thing out and not it's, it's still very organic because I never know what I'm going to say but I kind of know the song and and I just I I'm enjoying it and the thing about it is people love it they love authenticity like you said and they love real people well you're bringing both your worlds together right mm -hmm. like you know stuff like it just makes sense I was all I mean when I tell you I was all in I was like I'm here for this you can do a whole <laughs> You can do a whole show just on that. Like you just have people pop up and do exactly what you're doing, but like a very, literally, I'm giving you a show idea. I'm I was like, I could just watch you all day, have people pop in and out, and you just see what them and talk about where it came from. I don't need too much. You I don't love need it. Too much. Like two, like two, two minute vignettes, like two minute yeah. little pieces. Yeah. I don't need too much because I feel like you people in this ADD world don't need too much. Like yes. I from, like I don't like to do long, long podcasts or mm -hmm. like I used to do my podcast to be an hour and 15. The lesson I learned is that after, you know, people want to watch it while they're listening to it while they're working out. Yep. You know, so 45 minutes max or something right. like that. That's I'll what I've learned. People okay. lock in on that, you know, yeah, or yeah. if you're doing a quick run or if you're in the car, you drive from point A to B, like yep. you want somebody to listen. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that yep. kind of thing. Like I love you, it. We are in a world where we're ADD, so we need what I call snackable information. You know snackable. what I mean? That's a good I love that. That's a good snack. Let me take that with me. Right. <laughs> you I know love what I mean? that. Well, speaking of which, um, give me your definition of cool, and I'm going to let you go in just about two more minutes. Wow, that's a tough one. You told me, too, ahead of time. Um, <laughs> my definition of cool is being able to be yourself no matter where you're at, no matter what the situation is. Never just losing your, your swagger that's natural. Yeah. Um, again, back to the authenticity. That's my definition of cool. Love it. How can people find you? Uh, tell, tell everybody when you're on, all that good stuff, your social media. Tell everybody that. Okay, so um, you can follow me at Carrie Champion, C-A-R-I Champion, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I also uh, have a show on ESPN Monday through Friday, noon, Eastern time, 9 a.m. if you're on the Pacific side. And you can also download my podcast, which is on the ESPN, ESPN app or iTunes, and that's called Be Honest. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Carrie, for taking some time out of your day to talk to the, to the good collective that we have here. And I'm so very happy for you. Continued success. Continue showing that black girl magic every single day unapologetically unapologetically we've it's about this magic and you're yes. on my podcast next thank you yes Mama. i would love that thank you boo thank you hey everybody it's carrie champion sports center anchor coast to coast at espn and i am cool people